Hey traders, in today's episode of The Day Trading Show, James and I discuss a lot of important topics, but it's all focused around morals and ethics in day trading. We're gonna use ASFX, our business, as a specific example, highlighting key moments along the journey of ASFX, kind of providing context as to where we think proper morals and ethics lie in trading, where proper psychology fits in, and really what the growth of a day trader should look like. There's a ton of value in this conversation. I know you guys are gonna love it. What's going on, traders? Welcome to The Day Trading Show. My name is Austin Silver. I'm here with my co-host, James Bruce, and we are very grateful, super excited for you to be here with us. This is episode one of our new endeavor. With this podcast, with this show, what James and I would like to do is kind of give you guys really like a behind the scenes, peel the curtain back look into what it's like to be a professional trader. The great things, the bad things, the trials, the tribulations, all that fun stuff. So today being our first episode, bear with us. We're going to work through some of the kinks, but James had a really good topic for us to talk about. We're really going to dive into morals and ethics in trading as a day trader. And we're going to actually use ASFX, our education company, as a reference point to talk about those morals and ethics. So we're going to go back in time to when I started ASFX. We're going to move forward into time into what ASFX is going to look like in the future. But before we get into all that, I'm going to thank everybody again. I know James is super appreciative of you guys being here for episode one, for listening, for watching, whatever you guys are doing. So again, we just appreciate you. But James, tell everybody where you're at right now, bro. Yeah, so I'm I'm in the Sabi Sands in South Africa. We were supposed to be in the Seychelles, but that got uh, canceled due to COVID. But I mean, we're still here in the Sabi Sands in South Africa. It's a beautiful safari um, place, five star, very, very eloquent. And it's just beautiful out here, very relaxing. Dude, and for all of us that are not in South Africa and for those of us that have never been on a safari, we're hearing you talk about this. We're very, very jealous. We're seeing your Instagram stories, bro. We're very, very jealous. It looks amazingly beautiful. And I think it's a great starting point for today's podcast because what you're doing this time of year in between Christmas and New Year's, you're kind of... I don't want to say checking out, you know what I mean? I think it's more of like a reset, a resting period. Wouldn't you yep. agree with that? Not so much checking out because we're still filming videos. We're still talking every day. We're still trading, right? So it's not like checking out. It's more just resting and getting ready for 2022. So for yourself, are you taking time right now to plan out any big goals? Are you sitting down with Amanda and thinking about the future? What are you doing to kind of get ready for the new year? Yeah, so I think, as you said, I wouldn't say it's checking out because we, we're still doing this video right now while I'm on, on the safari. I think it's just, a, I'd say, like recharging the batteries, right? Getting ready for 2022. I've already set my goals. Um, uh, I set them at the beginning of December and I'm still uh, and kind of wrapping up the year and looking forward to, to 2022 and just speaking with Amanda and what our goals are as a couple and also as, as individuals for, for the upcoming year. So kind of recharging the batteries and looking forward to what 2022, being grateful for, first of all, what 2021 has been and then looking forward to what 2022 has to offer. And it's a weird time to plan for goals, especially for people like you and me that like to travel, because like you just said before, you were supposed to be in Seychelles right now, but you ended up getting yep. a great deal on the safari. So you ended up switching over to the safari because of COVID. And it's just a lot of uh, moving parts, if you would, is the nice way to say it with COVID yeah. and everything right now, but we're getting it done. And I feel like for a new or struggling trader or someone who's maybe thinking about getting into trading that's listening to this, their perspective on it has to be, hopefully it will be, hey, these guys are working hard all year for them to take a week or two off and go to the safari or go to Seychelles or go to whatever. That's what they should be doing. I find it at least of an interesting, uh, it's an interesting thought at least. 
for all the guys that are like posting and like they're still trading heavy this time of year or they're trading heavy even on a bank holiday at any point in the year the guys that are trading when you shouldn't be trading i really just question if they're actually making money you know what i mean it's like if you're really making money shouldn't you yeah. want to take time off did you get into trading for the time freedom for the control over your schedule not to be stuck at a desk during christmas you know spot on spot on i mean like you know then you just i think for that you're just forcing things i mean if when you when you start to really um make consistent money trading you don't need to be you know it's like you don't need to be trading every day and this is the type of stuff that you can enjoy i mean i'm going on a game i was on a game drive so i'm actually a bit stuffed I, to be honest you know I've, I've got a newfound respect to you guys all in the states that trade fx because i've been up at at uh, 4 4 a.m every day for the game drives in the morning and and then four in the and then you can do whatever you want you know have lunch whatever and then uh, chill by the pool and then game drives in the evening so i'm getting into bed about like 10 o'clock and i have to wake up for the game drives at four bro i am stuck welcome to my time. life bro but welcome to my I, life I, after the game drive we on the game drive from about four to eight you're sleeping i, I want to sleep i'm sleeping I, know. Bro. i don't know how you guys do it i'm sorry but it's a it's a new i've got a newfound respect for you guys because i've done it caffeine, now for four days bro. In a caffeine row. i'm buggered i'm that's buggered. it bro that's <laughs> awesome but but that is an interesting perspective for you to have and i feel like as uh we we talk about morals and ethics with today's episode and asfx growing and changing over time one of those things that's aligned with or at least goes into the bucket of that conversation is the guys that are posting on social media, selling a course, selling something on social media, yeah. and providing incorrect information in a lot of situations. That's right on that conversation about morals and ethics because there's a conflict of interest as the receiver of that information where you have to be able to discern and say, hey, is this guy actually talking about something that's you know in my best interest or is he just giving me information to keep me interested in his page so I buy his next webinar or I buy his next course? So when we talk about this morals and ethics in day trading, a lot of people initially when they hear that are going to probably think the same way that I did is it's initially a lot of bullshit it's a, initially a lot of negativity yeah. in the trading space whether it's the people in it giving wrong information like i just said or if it's the perception from somebody on the outside on trading and their thoughts about trading maybe they've never even traded but they know somebody that did and that created a belief system within them so for yourself when you got into trading were there clear moral like strong traders that were about their belief system that stuck to their rules that you felt were providing information aligned with professional traders and then were you able to clearly see the people that were not kind of like the people that i'm talking about here yeah. or was it hard to see that at first do you think as for me definitely hard to see at first so i my dad and amanda's dad are both so amanda's my girlfriend for the listeners that um don't know that um are both uh chartered accountants so accountants um and i was always brought up in the financial world where i can you know normally normally see someone that's got and i was i went to a very good all boys school so i brought up with you know my family also brought me up with good morals and ethics you know respect and you know trustworthiness and honesty um but uh, so I, I've always been to be able be able to discern the good from the bad, but I was um, I I actually took the other I had both ends of the spectrum. I started with FX with the guys that weren't didn't have morals and ethics and values and all those type of things and honesty. I got into signals that were absolutely atrocious. You know, like just trying to sell you the signal and then like they send you like three signals and then it's done. So just bad stuff like that. So I'm I'm happy that I got to experience that as well. And then I and then that's when I found you and I saw you on Instagram, followed you for a couple of months, and I was like, you know, this oak, he's 
he's he's no there's no bs yet it's all genuine what do you think made it seem that i wasn't bsing like what do you think made me seem more genuine i think the fact that you 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 shared um a lot more of your like day-to-day life you know everybody thinks that traders they like drive these lamborghinis and they they they've got the girls they got the stacks of cash they go to the club it's not like that completely not especially during covid you can't do that but <laughs> but um unless you're in you florida show yeah <laughs> and with new york exactly so you you showed like you take in the trade and you practice what you preach and a lot of the guys they say um they sell these courses and they say they do this but then they completely trade like they they'll say they they trade trend line breakouts but then they trade harmonic patterns or whatever they right. whatever else right. but that but you actually were like no you you practice what you preach and that's just was very consistent in the way that i saw and that's where i saw that you genuine and you 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 know you do what you say yeah and i think part of my approach when I started ASFX, which was, I mean, I started sharing my trading on social media in like 2016, right? I didn't start ASFX until 2019, I think, because I worked with that prop firm in New York for a little bit of time and I was doing some other stuff. And I think like when I got into this, even back in 2016, the day I started sharing my own stuff, because I had seen IML and I had seen this other other companies mm. and these other people, I was like, the easy way to win in the Forex industry, the day trading industry is going to be, honest. be honest, just be honest. Yeah. Don't hold anything back yeah. because everybody else is building up a facade. Like you said, they're only showing yeah. you certain pieces. It's a, like it's a facade, anyone, that's a good way, yeah. Yeah, anyone could rent a car and get whether you pay girls or get some of your girlfriends to get in a video and make a cool social media video. But then when you look at like, let's just look at the way I post now, when you're taking clips from a live stream showing live trades and you compare the two things, it's very clear to me who you should trust if you're looking to learn how to trade. Of course. I've made it very clear in my own head, the guy who's providing the constant value, holding nothing back, he's the guy you'd want to trust versus the guy that rented a Lambo and made a cool video. The rented Lambo is going to get more views, but the guy who's consistent and able to provide that value, the stuff that's not that fun to listen to all the time, that's actually where you're going to learn to trade. But backing it up a little bit more, think about the statistics they tell you when you get into trading, bro. What do they say? 90% of traders are going to lose 90% of their money in the first 90 days. Most people don't have the discipline to be successful in trading. And let me give you an example of that. Um, Oh, this is going to trigger some people, but that's okay. That's what the podcast is for, bro. We're here to trigger some people. Yeah, honest. Oh, you got to be honest, bro. I'm just being honest. I had this conversation with Ryan, my brother-in-law yesterday, and I said to him, I'm like, you know, Riley and I have been together for a long time. Riley's my fiance. We'll be married in a a month or two. Um, And when we got together, Riley stopped taking birth control. Sorry for putting your business out there, Ryan, but it's part of the story. She stopped taking birth control. (laughs) And when you tell people that, they think you're trying to have a baby. Do Riley and I have a baby, bro? No. No. Why? Yeah. Because I'm disciplined. Because I can keep my junk in a bag. Does that make sense? Without me saying any yep. words that get me kicked off yep. YouTube. But then when I <laughs> see people having kids with a girl or a boy, whatever, and they're not married or they're not in a place to be having a kid, I look at them and I do judge their discipline. I do. How come I've been able to be with my girl and not get her pregnant for two yeah. years? You know what I'm saying? And and you live with her. And I live right, bro. I mean, like we're, we're definitely not practicing abstinence. Let's say it that way. So if I'm able to be disciplined there and hold my discipline there and not have a baby because we don't want to have a baby and I can do the steps that are required, even if it's not the most comforting, is it comforting to wear a condom? Not all the time. We're getting dirty here, bro. But this is the truth. How you it's do one honest, thing is yeah. how you do everything. If I can't be disciplined in that arena, in that area of my life with my girl, how can I be yeah. disciplined as my trading? 
How can I be disciplined? So I think it it comes back to, like I said, that most people don't have the characteristics to be successful in trading. The select few people that do, they're disciplined. They're showing it in every area yeah. of their life, you know? And I think for sure when you when you talk about like your long term success as a trader, how do you want to be remembered? Do you want to be remembered as one of these guys that pops up with a cool car and posts some Instagram pictures, or do you want to be remembered as a guy or a coach or an influencer, whatever that's helped people make more money? I don't want to be known yeah. as a guy. I don't want anyone to know where I live. I don't want anyone to know what I drive. Really, I don't want them to know that. I want them to know that I can help them make money because in today's yeah. day and age, look at what everything is going nope. on, bro, with COVID and everything like that. Yeah now is the time for us to help people it's almost like yep. i i mean you know i do a lot of meditating eat some mushrooms occasionally smoke some weed i think about it all the time yep. bro i'm like why am i in this position in the universe like why am i sitting here at my desk filming this video with you making money from home doing what i want nobody's telling me why am i here it's very obligating it makes me feel obligated to share my information and help other people because yep. i don't I have a lot of confidence in myself, but I don't think I'm a super genius. And I think there's other people that are smarter than me that could do better. So it makes me feel obligated to share. That's like my moral sure. stance on it from my perspective. In your position, yeah. when you've seen me grow and you've seen ASFX grow, do you think I've ever had moments or had things that I've said or done that compromise my morals? I want you to be honest. Has there ever been something you've seen and been like, that doesn't really align with ASFX. That doesn't go with the brand. Have I ever done anything questionable like that? In my opinion, that what I've seen on the group, no, I've never seen you something that goes completely out of character. I'm not like, oh shit, like, geez, am I, do I even want to be friends with this guy? Ne never like that. Um, I think, you know, so the, the, and maybe some people might take it the wrong way, but the only time that, and actually it's a, it's a, it's a, it justifies your morals and values where you hard on someone you like you tough on them whether it's a life decision or a, or a trading decision you tough on them and some people take it the wrong way where they're trying to be like oh i'm better you think that you're trying to be like oh i'm better than this guy but it's not right. you, you're trying no. to be like you're trying to be, be, uh, hold them accountable to a higher standard but lots of people aren't ready for that con conversation as well you know like they, they get not just they in get trading away with that that's yeah, in every ask general, my fucking yeah. my younger brother my brother yeah. just moved down to florida a couple months ago now he lives near me yeah the other day he's always trying to fight me bro and i said you don't want to do that bro that's not going to go well for you you try to swing on me i'm just letting you know so you know yeah. i'm not ready to fight him but he's so yeah. headed to me because i call him out on his bullshit and i don't do it all the of time because i don't want to be an asshole but it is good it should be good it I is good that's, I, that's what yeah good I've, I've got like two or three good probably like two yeah i've got two or three good mates when i do something stupid they call me out or if they do something stupid i'll call them out and i'm like you know well, i was actually at home uh i went home to visit my family last month and when i, I said to one my one mate hey uh, he's, uh, his nickname spanks keegan i said hey uh, spanks shot bro i really appreciate you as a mate like you're one of my really really good brothers you you always call me out or you know hold me to a higher standard because it, it, you know it's no point not speaking about something where you, you know you, you're being a fucking idiot that's what i'm saying and he could no be, one calls he knows i'm a better and he knows i'm a better person than that and i know he's when he right. does something stupid i know it's he's just a better one person thing it's not a reflection yeah. of your whole yeah. character but if you don't have so that think, person there to hold you accountable how do you grow like how do you get exactly better? you know what i mean and in that situation yeah, it, my tough. answer is it's very tough bro exactly what i was going to say my answer always is like i can tell you what to go do or i'll shut up not tell you anything to not make you get mad and you'll fail and then be mad at yourself for failing. And then you'll be mad at me because you're going to say you could have helped me. No, I didn't want to help you because yeah. I want you to fail and learn from yourself. Because when you yeah. fail and have to learn yourself, it learn you stick with it 
more. It sticks with you more than if I told you. Of what course. To do. For example, when we yep. teach people about trading and we tell them this is an A1 breakout, this is an A1, wait for the RSI to be above the trend line. Wait, for, then they take a trade. The RSI is an improper position. I've told them 30 times the RSI needs to be in proper position, but they didn't mm. take the loss yet to learn the lesson themselves. So there is, lesson, as yep. I'm getting older, I'm learning there's this whole thing when you talk about morals and ethics and trying to be a good mentor and trying to be a good friend yep. and be a good coach. Sometimes the best thing to do is shut up and let people make the mistake for themselves. The yep. other day, Logan was over my house and he, I have these lights hanging in my kitchen. Riley likes these string lights we hung for the Halloween party sure. and she hasn't let me take them down. And Logan takes his shirt off because his shirt was wet and he hits the lights and the lights come down. The lights fall down. He says, I'm going to fix it. I'm not going to fix it. He fucking knocked the lights down. He's going to fix it. Right. Then when he's hanging the light up, I'm standing there telling him how to do it. And he catches this thing on the table. So when he lifts the wire up, it picks the thing up oh, off the shit. table and the thing yep. falls. And he goes, why don't you just move the wire? And I said, because you need to learn to pay attention. In my head, I'm calculating very quickly. If Logan makes this mistake, can it hurt me? Does it break something? Does it hurt anybody? No. Okay. Let him make yep. the mistake on his own. Mistake, He'll learn yep. to pay more attention and he won't do it again. In his yep. mind, he wants to be babied. So his response initially is, why didn't you just move it? Well, bro, because I'm not always going to fucking be here. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So that's kind of yeah. how I've you learned to watch teach people. Step. Yep. Right. And so in that situation, what was the lesson? Me yelling at him and telling him what to do or just letting him fail? And hopefully he remembers this as a lesson point to pay more attention yep. in the future. You let people just make that sure. mistake. And I think it ends up being better. You got any situations like like that in your life i think i think i can so i'm looking at also from from a positive point of view so i definitely agree and and i think you can also you know you know uh, i'm looking at also from a positive point of view so i always used to believe uh that when i first got into trading i'm like shit you know like only the big the big banks guys make money trading and so forth and so forth the fund managers right. and then i i remember i always used to <clears> ask <throat> you uh, austin do you think these guys that make like millions of dollars trading as retail traders and you always be like yeah of course, bro. Of course. And then when I like started to make like I started to make a hundred dollars a day, and then that hundred dollars became five hundred dollars, and then five hundred dollars became I made a couple of thousand dollar trades a day, and then and then that just got bigger and bigger. You know, eventually I'm like, when I started to do that, I'm I, it's like almost a sense of like, like shit. This is definitely possible. So it's it's like you got to experience failure, but you also got to experience um, winning for That's yourself. Fair, you know, very true. It, very true. It, Cause lots of people are like oh well you know this comes back to like the belief system is like um well you can't do it because i wasn't able to do it right you know, like that get like, like but that's not true if i, I i've ex once you experience it for yourself and uh, which you've done and i've done for yourself you know that the flipping world's your oyster like you can do it for many years to come and you can make at two thousand whatever thousand dollars a day can become two hundred thousand dollars a day you know that for a fact because you've done it if what if you can do it with a thousand dollars you can do it with a hundred thousand dollars a day it's 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 scalable right and i think and i think people that, forget that yeah and i think that's like i've always so you know you got to let people fail to to experience it for themselves but when you start to win and experience it for yourself you don't ask questions i don't ask no. i've i don't ask i don't ask a man's brother always asked me james do you think there's really guys that make money and 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 be able to drive lamborghinis and i'm like don't ask stupid questions it's literally it's like yeah, the people that ask flipping, that question bro they don't even yeah. have the money to and or the brain like there's, there's just a different perspective on life that you get when you start making more money. That's basically what you're saying, right? Yeah. You, and it's like, once you start making, good. Yeah. Finish. Sorry. It's also like a, sorry. It's also like a sense of gratitude as well. Like you feel grateful yeah. and you, as you say, you feel obligated to help people that, cause I'm also, I'm, I'm very like a, a, a caring person as well, generally as a, in, 
everyday life. I know. And I love, that's why when you asked me to be a coach, I was like, shit, this is dope. And then when we started our Black Show Club, which we'll get onto later in the, in the, in the podcast, was I was like, this is flipping, flipping cool because now I trade, I make my money trading, but I also can be able to help people and um, fulfill other areas of my life that were missing when I was, you know, because at the end of the day, everybody, it, it sounds cliche, but it's not always just to make money and, and no, co- continue. I, that I is love not the purpose of a human and, being. Yes, it's bro. not. I mean, like for me, it's not just. It, it sounds cliche, but you're like, No, it's not. It's it, true. It sounds. It sounds cliche to the people that haven't experienced it. That's what I always think. Because when you experience it, you're like, oh shit, this makes sense now. You know, well, let's talk about I'll it. Because it, it's like yeah. it's the survival mindset. If you're not making, it's really money, bro. If you're not making enough money, you're not going to be able to get to the point of being able to give. You're only going to be able to look out for yourself. You're only going to yep. be able to look out for your family. The second you start making enough money to have free income, what do you start doing, bro? You realize the purpose of being a human is to serve other people, to make the yep. world a better place, to make other people around yep. you happier, to help people, to be there for them. Because what would you want if you were in their position? You'd want someone to be there for you. you. Want help you. Correct. So like for, for me recently, yeah. I've been hosting a lot of parties. I'm hosting a big party on New Year's Eve. I had everybody at my house nice. for Christmas. I invite all my friends. Riley gets mad at me because I invite everybody and I don't care because I <laughs> I have the ability to now take care of everybody. So if you're yep. alone or you're not going to have a big Christmas dinner, come over my house. Like that's kind of like my life perspective because once I've got enough and now I've got my trading, I've got my real estate going now, I'm going in the, this right direction on building wealth. Yep. I don't... I, I know you can say there's the world is your oyster and you want more and I do, but the more that I also share, the more I seem to attract, the more I share yep. with other people and make other people's life around me better, the more money I seem to make, you know what I'm saying? To the point yep. where I wanted to say, I wanted to just go back for a second for the sure. people that say like you coach because you can't trade, you sell courses because you can't trade just to address this in episode one, those, those people, those who can't, sorry, those who can't do teach. Right, right. I think those people, and I feel like a lot of our listeners probably have heard us say this, but that's the insecurity, the more, and it, yep. I would group into like the negative morals of trading, the negative yes. belief system of trading, the insecurity to say, hey, you can't be a good trader and be a good coach. That's your own projection of what you think you can do or cannot do. I have proven that I can be a great trader, I can be a great coach, and I can sell courses, and I can invest in real estate, and I can be a great fiance and husband, and I can be a great brother sometimes, I can be a great, I'm doing all (laughs) these things. Just because you don't think you can, doesn't mean that I can't, or doesn't mean that you can't. So for everybody that's gonna maybe think that or say that, just know, it's really your own insecurity. And with our conversation, with our podcast, hopefully we can make you reflect on your own insecurities, on your own weaknesses. To say too, that you, and this is a good maybe turn in our conversation here, but to say you have no weaknesses or no areas of improvement is your ego blocking you from understanding your fullest potential. What areas in your own trading in the last year do you think you made the most improvement in? What do you think you were weakest at and you've now become really good at? I think my routine, my routine yeah. definitely, um, Why? that has been like, uh, that was a weakness of mine and I've turned it into one of my biggest strengths. I think because, um, because I, sto- I started to like, you know, just because money was coming quite freely to me when I started to get scale up my trading account, um, I think I just started to tr- just go out of routine. I was like, yeah, I can, I can trade at the Asian get a session. Little if I want. I can, get a little yeah, comfortable. Get a little comfortable. Bro. Exactly. Get a little comfortable because I, I, I can trade the Asian session if I want. I can trade before the London sessions even started, I can do those things. It becomes easy, right. easy. 
right. in, sorry for the guys listening i'm putting air uh, quotes uh yeah air quotes yeah so so i think for me i like i really nailed nailed down my, my routine and like get um doing going to the gym before go, uh hitting the trading desk um trading certain hours and stuff like that because i was doing that before i started to scale up quite big and then what happened was as you say it becomes too easy becomes comfortable but i think that's for my trading this for 2021 i really knuckled down on my routine getting back into routine i made that my strength one of my good strengths again um and yourself what what do you think yeah i would say my biggest thing is being more open-minded i thought i was open-minded and i think i was but i'm now being yep. more open-minded because now you've seen my trading evolve i'm not just trading forex anymore i'm trading indices and crypto yep. over the last six to eight months so majority of the year i've been studying if not actively trading these things and it's made my trading so much better so it makes me look back on myself and question was i actually being open-minded or was i being a stubborn forex sure. trader thinking forex is the only thing yeah. you know what i mean so i think i'm going to continue to challenge my open-mindedness going into the future yep. In your and routine, also yeah go so, and also with you being, um, going, as your brother likes to say, going public with the prop trading. Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, now yeah. that you're putting out your videos on getting funded and stuff like that. I mean, that's something that you were very skeptical about. And now I you're was. like, okay, yes. cool. Good okay, call. cool. You know, if they, fuck yeah. yeah, you're right, bro. Good call. Another one right there. Me being closed minded and off the yeah. jump initially. That's why you've got how many funded accounts and I've got one, you know, I was more closed minded than yep. you were. So I, I'm constantly challenging myself to be less closed minded, less cynical, skeptical. Okay. Maybe a little bit it's less good, of it, yep. but still skeptical. It's good to be skeptical no yep. cynical i'm not cynical i'm optimism austin bro like i'm i'm yep. bullish on everything you know what i mean that's my that's i'm bullish on life that's what i'm telling everybody now. i think it's, it's, it's but that's a good mindset it's a yeah, good mindset bro. i mean but, but even in general it's just to go slightly off topic then i want to go yeah. ask you a couple yeah, of yeah. questions so it's, it's it, i mean how draining is it to sit around negative people with a negative outlook on life it's so it draining feels heavy bro i've bro, never been yeah. around I mean, I've been around negative people my whole life in different ways, different times, right? But as I've sometimes can't help because that could be family. Facts, bro. That's exactly yeah. what I'm thinking about right now. I think sometimes as you get older and maybe just the spiritual journey that I've been on for myself over the last two years, I can feel sure. people's energy more. And I think I've always felt their energy, but I think I tuned it out because I didn't think you could. You know what I mean? Society tells you like energy is mm. not a real thing. You can't pay attention to that. But no, it definitely is. And it's becoming more and more yep. talked about now. It's I think in your that subconscious in your subconscious. Right. And like I recently have been with certain people out at social things and you can feel the negative energy. It feels like weight on your body. Yep. And then yep. when they leave the room or you leave the room or you leave the party or you leave the event, it feels lighter. And you're like, what the heck? what is that feeling that yep. feeling is negativity negativity is like a cancer bro i i mean i bet everybody knows somebody that has cancer i think you can make yourself sick stressing yourself out creating that response chemical yep. response in your body it leads to cancer cell growth it's it's science right there's real science in that and at the same time to say that you can make yourself sick i think you can make yourself healthy with the right mindset with the right perspective yep. so i think you have to be mentally strong first and foremost and that's what kind of keeps that it keeps everything in balance and like what you were saying before i wanted to make a point about um damn i lost it because now you got me thinking about that but we can keep going if it comes back to me okay yeah. you said you had another question yeah so i had some questions so just to you know go forth yeah. as as i'll um this is our first episode i just yeah, want if to you're still listening ask... right if you're still yeah. listening or watching make sure you subscribe if you're on itunes or if you're on spotify or if you're on youtube or wherever 
if you've listened this far, this is the kind of content that James and I are going to keep putting out through the yep. day trading show. And if you're a day trader and you want to learn how to get inside the mind of professional traders, this is going to be the place to be. So just make sure you're subscribed, thumbs up, you know, the whole fucking nine yards. Hundred percent. Yeah. What was your question, brother? Yep. So how did you, for you personally, how did you get into uh, Forex trading? Uh, and why did you start? Um, and when did you start uh, ASFX? So I got into Forex trading in 2015 because I found binary options. And then I didn't want to trade binary options and Forex was being talked about a lot. I never heard of Forex and it has a low yep. barrier to entry. So you can start trading Forex with a hundred dollars in a live account. You can't do that yep. with a stock account. Like you can only do three trades a, a week uh, because of the pattern day trader rule. So I was like, all right, yes, I'm not yes, going to trade yep. stocks. I'm going to go into Forex long story short. And, uh, to make it as short as possible, I went through IML. I've been through multiple companies like that. I've been through working at a prop firm for a year and a half based out of Wall Street, nice. based on Wall Street. In person. So I've gotten, I was there in person a couple of times, but all of my work was done remote from home when I was living in Philly. So I was cool. working from them. I'd travel up to New York every couple of months and see them. I was there Got for you. about a year and a half, like I said. Great experience there. Never will talk bad about them. Just didn't work out on the, the way that we wanted to grow our marketing yeah, and that's, stuff like that. That's fair. No, no beef. Yeah. Um, and then from there, after I left that company with Riley really pushing me. She's like, we can do this on our own. We can make all the money. We can employ people. We can start a business. So I was like, all right, crazy girl, let's start it. Let's see what <laughs> we can do. And it's crazy to see that whole thing, bro, because I'm talking to people now and I'm 27 next month, next, next week. And yeah, I'm looking at, yep. And I'm looking at myself and I'm like, dude, I can remember five years ago, sitting in my apartment, I had like 15 people in this three bedroom apartment. And we're all looking at charts. Everybody's got laptops and shit. And in my head, I remember thinking to myself, I need to use whatever other company. It was one of the multi-level marketing companies that everybody knows. I need to use this company in order to run my business. That was my thought process. I want them to, I want all my friends and all the people that I get signed up to pay this company. And then the company will pay me. Yep. I was so not in an entrepreneur mindset, even though I was an entrepreneur, I've been selling shit my whole life, tried to sell my brother. If I could, like I've been doing, I'm, I am an entrepreneur, <laughs> but yep. in that moment I got fogged, bro. I was thinking I needed caught, other caught people up. caught up, bro. Yep. I, I needed another business. No, bro. You can do this yourself. And that's why. People say marriage sucks, divorce is always common, blah, blah. You just got to find the right person. And Riley is my person. Like she was the one that was like, you can do this. We can definitely do this. And she was right. We started ASFX in 2019. And within a year we crossed, if I get this number wrong, she's going to say, I'm going to say we had a lot of students. We were close to a thousand yeah. students in the first year. And now we're pushing 2000 in year two. So we're yep. going into year three almost now. So for me, I needed a little bit of that confidence to then go start ASFX, but she, she saw my passion. Like she said, like you just trade and coach people. I'll handle the rest. And she I'm did. Business, she yeah. handled all of our emails, all of our QuickBooks, all of our graphics. She did all of that until we hired a marketing team. Now I've got That's three marketing sick. guys. I've got a website guy. I've got a thumbnail guy and I've got a video editor. I've got like seven yep. people, eight people on this team now. That was just me yep. and her two, two, three years ago. I got to say three years now. Yeah. This is about to be 2022, but it was, we I mean, started I, yeah. in, in August of, of 2019, of I think. 2019. Yep. I remember. Cause I joined yeah. in 
I joined in I think it was Jan Feb 2020 and there was yep. only we were on the Telegram group and there was we were still in Telegram bro 185 and you, yeah bro yep. 185 so fucking people that's crazy yep. to think about bro and now you see the know, Discord yep. servers like 1500 it's something like, like that 1500 yep something like that it's it's insane because I, I joined and there was 185 students and then all of a sudden just saw the growth but I think you know um yeah and then just another question what what yeah. would you say so what would you say um are like the key uh i know we've touched on this but key like values uh, of of asfx as a brand and 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 i know that you represent the you and riley represent the brand you know like i know you always said that you don't like hiding behind the brand because you are the you are the brand and what are your your values would tie uh, what would they tie in with asfx i think i did I could I could sit here and pick myself apart, bro, on the pros and cons of the of building ASFX with my name on it. There's pros sure. and there's cons. But in this business, because what did we say at the beginning of today's episode? You need to be genuine and like let that genuine honest, yeah. authenticity, honesty show through. So for me, I think subconsciously, maybe I knew this, maybe I didn't know it, whatever. I kind of felt like if I put my name on it, I have to stay accountable to it. Like a rapper, like Russ, bro. Yeah. Russ goes yeah. by Russ. His name is Russell. That's his forever. Whatever he does, that's his name. I don't want to be one sure. of these girls that makes a fake name and starts an OnlyFans for a, a year or name. two. <laughs> a stripper name. And then I got to go be a right. No, like it was just like I could be my most honest self. I could have hit it behind vantage fx i'm sorry if that's somebody's yes. forex name i'm sorry if i totally just ripped yeah. somebody i don't know just but putting like, out something else yeah alphabet alphabet forex bro i could have named it anything yeah. yeah and hid behind that but by making it my name i think i made myself be more accountable subconsciously that's what yeah. i was doing you know and i think yeah. if you look at the logo on my shirt or on my arm right this triangle logo yeah. with the three lines in it the idea the the moral mission behind asfx was that yeah. like i said before I don't think I'm a super genius, bro. I work really hard and I will stand on the top of the earth and scream, I will work harder than most people. But if I could surround myself with a bunch of smart people, then who yep. knows where we're going? So the logo actually means the triangle with the line going through it is transcendence. It's a symbol for a lot of things, but it's transcendence in the way that I took it. And then we put the three pillars. You can see it right above my head here. Those three pillars right in the middle of the triangle right here. Yep. Those pillars are one of many symbols in Egyptian hieroglyphics for group. So the symbol, when you put it all together, means transcendence as a group, like the triangle is being held up by the group. So without the group, you can't transcend. So the, the, yep. the logo really means financial transcendence together as a group. Like we yep. will only go as far as we will go farther together than we would alone is the best way to say I agree. it. agree. Yep. Yeah. No, I agree. And that's why I think when I just, those are some great points. And when I, when you asked me to be, be a coach, I'd already been with, with you for, I'd already been with you for over a year and uh, almost a year and a half at the time. And that's why I was just really, really, you know, um, uh, your morals, ASFX and your personal as Austin Silver's morals and values really resonated. And I agreed with, well, that's with, why I brought them, you on board, so. bro. I can, yeah. I think I'm a really good part. Like again, feeling energy, reading energy. Riley is very good at it. I think it's something that secretly connects me and her together. Um, and I, nice. I lean into it now. I don't like, if I get a weird vibe from somebody, I don't try to talk myself out of it, bro. 
ever. Yeah. If I get a weird, if I get a weird vibe, I already know there's something going on with them that I'm not, I might not never find out. They might not never tell me, but I got to trust that vibe. And you have always come off to me like a brother, bro. Like you have the same morals that I have. You've got a steady girlfriend. Like you've got a lot of the same, you work out hard. Like you do, you're disciplined. Like you have a lot of the same characteristics that I want in myself. So I'm yeah. looking at you and I keep you around. Cause I'm like, this guy keeps me on my game, bro. If you, like you said a couple of minutes ago, I think this was the comment when I forgot my thought. You were talking about getting comfortable. I'm like, I that idea of possibly getting comfortable is the scariest thing. Bro, the government doesn't scare me. COVID doesn't scare me. Guns don't scare me. Snakes don't scare me. Getting comfortable scares yeah. me. Because once you get too comfortable, I don't think you can ever come back. It's very hard it's to come tough. back. It's tough. It's tough. Because, hard. yeah. Well, especially because when you start become, becoming comfortable, let's say in your trading, you start to become comfortable in your everyday life. And then you start to... You know, maybe not how you do one thing 12, is how you do 12. everything. Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm yeah. saying, bro. Throw, throw, the, exactly throw the paper, it. throw the paper when you go on the soccer on the, on the soccer. Bro, field. you know the story, <laughs> and like th that story was recently. What James is referencing is my ebook. I wrote a free ebook. The Eight uh, Commandments. In the Eight Commandments. Uh, and yeah, yeah, not in the free one. It's in the Eight Commandments. So that's like five bucks, whatever. It's on the add-on to the crash course. That yeah. story actually just recently happened in the NFL. One of the quarterbacks threw a cup or something into a trash can oh, and really? missed and they got him on film and then when he went to pick up the like because he threw it he missed he went and picked it up and threw it away and they were the announcers were highlighting him and they were saying they're like look at this guy like this is what we're saying this is why he's a special guy and in my head at first you're like why is he a special guy for picking up a cup it's like no it's because yeah. he missed it should be done the right way he went and finished it and saw it through the right way how you but do that's one just thing integrity. is how you do everything yeah integrity, i mean it's bro. integrity it's, it, it's 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 what you do when no one's watching and he didn't really think uh, in his mind he honestly probably wasn't even thinking it's such a big thing he was just like oh shit i missed i'm gonna pick it up that's just right. who i am he subconsciously it got strong morals yep shows and then you can look at other yep. people exactly you can look at other people that'll tell you one thing Hey, I'll be there. I'll be there. And then they don't show up. Yeah. I don't even beef with those people anymore because if you're, if you can't stick to your word, why would I even give you the energy of talking? Let them be, let them be, let them be. you can't even let keep your be, word bro. to yourself. It doesn't, if I'm, yeah. let's say I'm running, <laughs> yeah. let's I'm running a Forex class. I'm like, bro, literally this is real life. I had the retreat a couple of months ago, a month ago, earlier December, I had three people pay full price and never show up. Never respond no. to my emails. So they just never lost get back the, to me. They lost the money. They lost. They gave me that money for free, bro. Because they didn't even show. And they they didn't even they, show. So they paid and they didn't even show. Where's no the moral email, character? Nothing. Where's the character, bro? You paid me. You said you were going to be there. You took someone's spot. Fuck the money. You took someone's yeah. spot. Have some character. You organized for them. And you, yeah, yeah, Austin's throwing an event. He's not hiring an event company. We're having 15 people in a house to learn. And like, there's no big company. Just email him. Let him know. Nope no character no morals and if they had showed up to the event i was ready to confront them i'd be like bro i've sent you six emails how are you not answering me like what's up like yeah. where's your character you put money out on something you said you were going to do something and now you can't even answer an email let alone show up yeah. of course you didn't do that yeah so i think yeah. people often bro to, to circle back to the whole conversation here often it is the willingness to be disciplined the willingness to commit to something that separates yep I think the average sure. from the extraordinary. It's just the commitment, the decision to be disciplined. That's and, it. Yep. And and just resilience. I think I just wanted to touch on a quick topic before yeah. we, we maybe move on to the last topic of the yeah. of the podcast today. Um, but you know what I found in in uh, you know I've gone through a 
maybe not as I've gone through some adversity in life. My mom had cancer when I was in school, and you know other things, um, losing my rugby contract due to a knee injury, tearing my ACL, coming back from that, playing again, stuff yep. like that. But I think, and a whole bunch of other stuff. But anyway, showing resilience and trading, I think, is also a very, very big topic because, you know, lots of people are like, "Oh, I'm resilient," until something big uh, like happens to their in their life, and they're like, oh, "I'm ready to give up," and or you know, they just quit so easy. I think uh, why I also think trading specifically is because you have so much negative negative people say some so much negative shit about your trading that you actually have to blow past and put it out your subconscious because you can't be the day thinking oh so and so says i can't do it because he couldn't do it or so and so says you'll never make it a trading because it's not a career it's 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 a it's a new age and it's not a career i mean you have to you have to be so resilient and to be like in and in, in be uh, being self-belief um but i think that's what one thing you do really well is you always very uplifting because you want people to succeed you've seen for yourself um you know uh, whether it be family members or friends say oh awesome you can never trade for a living you can never make a, a career a trading but I'm, I'm i mean doing it for yourself and being resilient really you portray uh that resilience onto other people and i think that's a big wouldn't you agree that's a big Thanks, uh, key in, in trading 100 because nothing in trading is easy it's simple mm. to learn how to trade like to learn a technical system that's simple but the mental things that you have to overcome the constant mental battles with yourself that you have resiliency you have to be a rubber band bro never break just bend yeah. stretch yeah. never break you always come back to that center calm equilibrium and it's hard like that is very difficult for a lot of people to do and i think that's why a lot of people can't consistently make money trading yeah. they might make money here or there but they can't get into it and that's yeah. really where the black shirt club comes from bro like the idea of what we started at the end of the year so for everybody that doesn't know james and yeah. i just started a small group coaching uh how would you call it like a mentorship group small group mentorship coaching. yeah mentorship. Yeah, yeah yeah basically what we're doing is we're working with only 15 traders at a time we have a couple of spots open right now so if you'd like to apply i'll put a link in the description it's asfx.biz b-i-z slash b-s-c black shirt club yeah um the black shirt club is inspired by mike bellafiore's smb capital they would give the traders a black shirt if they made a million dollars in a year net i think yep. so we kind of just yep. ripped off of that since i've always had black shirts with the white logo it just worked really fucking well and now what we're doing is really helping traders specifically right now i feel like get funded and in the process yeah. of helping people move from a demo account into a live account and get funded we're seeing their resiliency tested we're seeing who's got the moral character and who doesn't to make it work and also we're seeing the people who are looking to other successful traders within that group and they're saying hey tom does this this and this really well and i yeah. don't let me go talk to tom how am i going to get good at that if i don't go hang out with somebody that's already good at it you 100%. know what i'm saying so we're kind of setting yeah. that up for people to be willing to admit their weaknesses and find the outlet to then make it a strength you know now yep. there is a thing in trading where you don't need to make all of your weaknesses strengths some of them you can avoid and just not trade into if you're right. not a counter trend trader don't trade counter trend don't do it you avoid yeah. it yeah done yeah but if your weakness is in your mental ability to take a loss and stay focused and then find another trade then i would suggest getting around other traders that handle losses really well the only way to get yep. better at that is to be around those people and that's where the black shirt club right. comes from what have you seen so far in the black shirt club that you really are appreciative of or that you really think is valuable to the guys so far guys and girls i think got girls in there yeah too. yeah yeah shout out megan <laughs> um i think and it's, no and I no billies just, no billies oh no billies as well yeah that's true um i think i think 
I think for one, it's like, you know, we really dealing because you and I were like, okay, cool. You know, like there's like we, ASFX starting to get quite big now. As I said, I joined when there's 180 uh, members and now there's almost one five, pushing one five. So I think we were like, you know, there needs to be some sort because I've, I've had some of my friends that have bought the beginner course and they're like, because they've seen me doing well with, 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 with ASFX and they're like, hey, if James can, you know, I finished my degree last year, I'm not, I didn't go and get a job like most people would. I'm, I'm making my money trading and and they were like if I, james can just buy the course and become successful that's all i gotta do right just buy the course and become successful i've had some of, some of my mates that just buy the course and then don't do anything afterwards and i think that's what we do kind of get in the big asfx discord group chat is because you get people that will be in that group and think that you all you got to do is buy, buy a course and be, that's it you're going to make money and obviously we know as, as as if you stick around and trading for a while you'll realize that that isn't the case but I think what I found from the, the Black Show Club is that um, uh, the networking with the really, really people that are trying to take their trading to the next level, trying to get funded with 100 grand, 200 grand, 500 grand, whatever it might be. And then from there, just scaling up and try to take it full time. You know, we've got some guys that are like really uh, prestige businessmen in there, have their own businesses, are entrepreneurs. Some of them are studying. Some of them, you know, are just uh, like me and you trying to trade full time. I mean, I know Tom's uh, working in the telecoms communication business and he wants to start to trade full time. But all the guys and girls in there are trying to be serious and 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 trying to do what we're doing, trade full time and make trading our career. And I think that's what the BSC is the most the most valuable point point of view of it just being around like-minded people it's hard yeah. you know as traders to find other people to be around that get it that go through the same problems that have the same yeah. issues that overcome the same things and then to be in a group of, of of people like that i think is just rare so very grateful to be able to create that but i think with today's episode i hope that we were able to kind of cover some of the inside I mean, it's a comp. It's a lot of layers in the conversation when you talk about morals and ethics, and yeah. and the growth of ASFX with those morals and ethics. But hopefully now for a listener, you guys kind of get a, a feel for what we are about here at ASFX. Where I want the feel and the heart of the brand to be, and hopefully if that aligns with you, you go down the rabbit hole and you watch some more of my videos, watch some of James's videos, check out our live trades, check out our, our results, check everything out. Because when you do that, you'll feel confident in joining our team and, and getting on board with ASFX if you're ready to learn how to day trade. That's kind of what I'm going to continue to push in 2022 is we're beyond Forex trading now, bro. We have a whole yeah. new oyster that we can talk about, which is crypto and Thanks. indices, really. And people would love trading indices if they knew about it. Like a lot of people don't even know what an index is. If you ask the average yeah. person, what's the difference between the NASDAQ? the SP, SPY and the Dow, they couldn't tell you the difference, bro. So for us to be able Probably to come not. in and now have I some experience, a couple of months ago. right now, as I'm saying, we've got some experience. We yeah. have the platform. Now we can shortcut the learning curve. That's our obligation. So that's to, I know your last thing that we said for our notes today to talk about was like 2022, the future of ASFX black shirt club is the number one focus for sure. Taking care of our members. Yep. And then number two for ASFX is going to be continuing to educate people 
on how to get involved, not just with Forex. If Forex doesn't scream to you because it's not sexy, let's get you in crypto. Let's get you day trading Bitcoin like I've been doing. That's what helped me pass phase nice. two of that yeah. funding challenge. Let's get you trading indices. That shit's awesome too. Yeah. A lot of volatility, a lot of opportunity, and you don't have to wake up super early. So there's a ton that yeah. we're going to be talking about in the future. But if you guys want to hear specific questions answered, you've got to drop comments. You've got to put comments on yep. YouTube yep. and wherever you're listening to this so we know exactly what you guys want to hear in future episodes of the day trading show. So now that we're wrapping up, since this is the first episode, make sure you guys do us a favor and share this. It's easy. The name is easy. The Day Trading Show. That's where you're going to be able to Google us and find us. We're going to have this on Spotify, on Apple Podcasts, on Anchor, on YouTube, on the ASFX channel. It's going to be everywhere. And we want you guys to hopefully follow along. Put this on while you're at the gym. Put it on while you're walking the dog. Put it on while you're in the shower. And if we say one thing in this video that gets you thinking and maybe gets you writing down something new and gets you on a new habit path or building a certain strength, then we're doing our job. You got anything to close us out with today, James? Yeah, I just want to appreciate, yeah, forever, for whoever's listening this far, I just want to also now appreciate you guys and and girls. And um, yeah, I think there's going to be some great content. I think also now I've been planning this for, you know, for maybe a month or two now about, you know, I got my got my setup going now. Plus we had a holiday though that got in the way, you know what I mean? You were were traveling and we had Christmas and shit. So now that we're getting back to work now, we're going to pump these out. And for those of you that are in, you know, looking to see what's exactly coming next, just know in January, I will be doing a D2 deep dive for all ASFX members, which means I'm adding on to our advanced course on the D2 system specifically. And I'm going to be doing a free webinar uh, in January as well. Both of those will be done before I go on my ski trip. Both of those will be uh, one for the ASFX members. The free webinar is going to be about trading indices, trading crypto, trading crypto, trading all that stuff. I'll be talking about that more once I'm a little bit more ready. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't don't like talking about webinars, bro, a month before because then people are like, did I sign up for that? I don't remember if I signed up. You got to like forget. talk about it. Though. They forget. Yeah. You talk about it the week it's happening and everybody gets excited and then that's it, you know? Yeah. But if you're listening yeah. to the podcast, I know you love us and we love you. So you're getting all the newest information yeah. if you listen this far through. But James, yeah. you are the man, brother. I'm so glad that we were able to get this first one done even on holiday between Christmas and New Year's. And uh, I'm excited for many more episodes to come to continue to share the value, to continue to spread the seed, the good gospel, bro. That's what we're here to do. Yeah. Yeah, 100%. That's that's spot on. I love it, bro. Well, thank you, James. Thank you, everybody, for watching, listening, wherever you are. We appreciate you. Make sure you subscribe, thumbs up, all that fun stuff. Leave us a review if you enjoyed it, and we will see you guys in the next episode. 100%.